Hello, hello everyone. Welcome to Writing with Confidence. I'm your host, Liz Honorado, and I'm so happy you're here to listen to my very first podcast. Today, I want to share with you all my top five tips on creating a quality piece of writing. From my many years of experience writing academic papers, creative fiction and nonfiction, poetry, children's stories, blogs, as well as editing other pieces of writing, I say I've learned a thing or two. My hope from today's session is that these five tips will help you get started on the path to a successful piece of writing, or at least give you the confidence to try. Now, on to the tips. Tip number one, have an idea. Duh, right? I mean, before you can even start writing, you must know what you want to write about. But it's even more than that. You need to know why you want to write about it. Let's take, for example, a piece I wrote for my graduate program submission. Now, before I started grad school, I'd been out of school for almost eight years, so I was a little rusty. I had to ask myself, what do I even care about writing about? I knew that whatever I wrote, it had to matter to me. So I wrote about the one thing that has defined what I want to do with my life. Words. Yep, I wrote about words. More specifically, the power and privilege of words. I wrote 10 pages just talking about words. And you know what? I could have written another 50, but I had a page limit. My point is this. Whatever idea you have, make sure... It is something that means something to you. The more passionate about the subject you are, the more you can write and the more you can invest in your writing. If you don't care about what you're writing about, why should anyone else? Tip number two, don't write first. Read. You heard me. Don't write first. Read. Before you put a single word down on paper or a computer screen, read. Research your topic. Read sample papers or books. Are you writing a memoir? Read about memoirs. Read other people's memoirs. Read about how to write a memoir. You wouldn't go and try to make a movie without ever having watched one before, right? The same applies to writing. Reading about your topic not only helps you to better understand it, it also helps you to envision your own piece more concretely. I almost hate to say it, but it's extremely difficult to be a good writer without being a dedicated reader. For five reasons why this is so, I suggest taking a look at a post from blog.harlequin.com called Five Reasons Why Readers Make the Best Writers. You can also find the link in the description. Now trust me, read first, write second. You'll thank me. Tip number three, write to a specific audience. You've got to decide who are you writing to and why. Along those same lines of having a strong foundational idea for your writing project, you need to know who you are gonna write to and why. Having this specific audience in mind will help your focus. It'll help dial in your writing voice your argument, your examples, and so much more. Let's take, for example, a blog post that I wrote about postpartum anxiety. Who was my audience? New dads? Mm. No, 
new moms, right? But more specifically, new mothers who are suffering currently, who are concerned about suffering from, or who already have suffered from postpartum anxiety. Having this very specific audience in mind will help you to decipher all you've read and present it in a way that's impactful for this set group of people. Simply put, know thy audience. Tip number four, word vomit. I know, I know, it sounds strange, but I have lived by this rule for years. Get it all out on the page. Word vomit it. Get every thought and idea, good or bad, down on paper. Purge it all. Then sort through and find the nuggets of gold, the ideas that link together. Now, of course, many say an outline is helpful, but I personally find them restrictive. There are times I've used an outline, but ended up feeling trapped by it. An outline often makes me feel like I'm stuck within the parameters I've already set. But I've learned over the years that a paper, it ebbs and flows during the writing process. Information you thought would fit best ends up not being used at all. New ideas spark from new things you read or write. You must be willing to be flexible as you write. So having all your thoughts on the page gives you that opportunity to see the potential of the paper. Once you've thrown down all you can, you can build an organized strategy for your paper. Also, and this may just be true for me, but I would much rather cut down than have to come up with more stuff to fill or fluff up a paper. When it comes time to write, I suggest you word vomit. Tip number five, edit, 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 and edit again. You don't have to be a professional editor to clean up a piece of writing, though that is always a plus. After all the time you've spent choosing an idea you're passionate about, reading about it, researching it, focusing your audience, and writing it all down, you must be ready to do the edit. This is in high school. I don't know about you, but in high school, as soon as I was done writing a paper, that was it. There was no second draft, third draft, final, etc. It was a one-and-done deal. I was a one-and-done writer, and I wasn't very good. But to produce a quality piece of writing, you need to edit, 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 and edit again. Edit once for overall organization and flow. Does everything read well in a logical order? Edit again to make sure you have fleshed out all of your ideas, your thoughts, your examples, and that all the quotes you've used are utilized effectively. Edit again to check for sentence structure, grammar, general wordsmithing. And edit yet again to check for errors in spelling, punctuation, formatting, proper sourcing, and any other small details. If you have the chance and you're able, I always suggest sending a piece of your writing off to another person so a fresh set of eyes can look at it. Even if it's just a friend or family member, they may catch things you missed simply because it's new to them. Then, when you feel you're ready, give your work one final readover. When you're done, 
By this point, you'll know you've done the work. Now submit it and let it go. Well, that is all I have for you today. Thank you so much for lending an ear and taking the time to learn these five tips I live by when writing. I hope that they serve you well during your next writing adventure. For more ideas and tips on how to produce quality writing content, I suggest checking out Grammarly.com's article, Seven Ways You Can Become a Better Writer, just to get started. The link is also in the description. There's so much information out there to help you grow and become a confident writer. Until next time, this is Liz Honorado. Thanks for listening.